Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 17 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And if you listened to last week's episode, episode 16, uh, I am truly sorry that audio was all over the place. We've been having some technical difficulties here in the studio, still experiencing them today. That is why we are we're not actually live with episode 17. We do have video that's uh, that's going to be posted, but we're, we're not going to be live, which was very unfortunate because uh, I, I really enjoy the live interaction that we have. And we are going to work through these technical difficulties get it figured out so that we can uh, actually have like our on-air producers on the live feed and uh, and Paul Smith of, of Zombie Tees Clothing on the live feed. And uh, and it's funny, I, I this, this commiseration uh, from my good friend John Ford of the Cinema, Cinema Craptaculous podcast uh, after last week, I was just like dejected. It's completely dejected. It, it was brutal. Like I just, I was like, I'm never, I, I can't deal with the technical issues anymore. And I just, it was brutal. Uh, but it was it's so funny those little comments and and even in just his typed comment I could feel his pain and his commiseration on on having technical difficulties within the studio because it it happens and uh, and last week was one of those ones it, it happens at times and and just uh, it happened last week so hopefully this week's gonna run a little smoother unfortunately we we are not able to do a uh, to do an actual live feed um, but that's okay that that's absolutely okay I want to click this too actually let's see. And that's what we're getting in here. All right. Uh, now, now that being said, we always kick things off with our social plugs. That's right. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook. Head over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, like our page. Check back often for updates. That's going to keep you up to date on uh, on pretty much everything. Pretty much ev anything and everything that is go tell it to the wall. We we. Probably not going to be live on there anymore. We're having some Facebook live stream issues, and I think I've figured out the base of that issue, and there's really nothing that I can necessarily do about it. So I think we're going to be switching the live streams over to YouTube. Uh, so speaking of YouTube, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Uh, that's where you're going to find our live streams, most likely uh, find them moving forward. So just just prepare yourself kind of for that transition, and uh, we'll make sure to get them posted to, to Facebook as well, because that's we've been going live on Facebook for three years or whatever our first live feed uh for go tell it to the wall was episode 20 and and so oh my gosh it's a long time we got up to episode like 130 on go tell it to the wall and we we paused that to move to common sense sundays because of the current climate uh around the world and especially in our country uh, so it's just it so we have a lot of i, I enjoy doing the live streams <laughs> we're gonna get there and they're gonna come they're gonna be on youtube uh, so make sure you're also subscribed to our youtube channel uh, and you can of course follow my own personal instagram account which is socalshawn s-o-c-a-l-s-e-a-n uh follow that you're gonna find all kinds of uh pictures on there not not necessarily great photos but photos there will be photos on there that that you may enjoy you may not I, I, it just depends kind of on your taste but i'm not gonna sit here and pretend that i'm uh, like super talented or anything when it when it comes to that kind of stuff because i I'm not. So you're going to get some pictures on, on my Instagram. 
And of course, most importantly, all-encompassing of all those things I just mentioned uh, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one. Uh, make sure you check back often. You're going to find links to all those things I just mentioned uh, directly on SeanO'RourkeLive.com, but you, you're also going to find a link uh, to our Patreon campaign which if you have the means to do so and you see fit to do it, uh, please help us out financially. Every dollar helps. We're, we're currently dealing with getting new stuff in the studio and working on a new live streaming format here, and so, so every dollar really, really helps us out to, uh, to keep the, the stream going or keep the podcast and the studio running smoothly. So, so please help us out if you have the means to do so. Uh, you're also going to find a link to our merch site on there. Uh, get on there. Get yourself some Common Sense merch. There's a link right at the top. going to take you straight to our merch page, and, and you can get some... Some very cool merch with uh, with the Go Tell It to the Wall logos on there. Uh, also, some new stuff will be will be hopefully added soon. We're working on some new designs uh, and all kinds of other good stuff. So look forward to that as well. That's right. All right, uh, man. Last week, last week, that was a thing. I was just de- I was just dejected. I was absolutely dejected uh, when it after that episode. It's one of those you know you have a. You have a bad day in the studio, bad day, and it just it can kind of send you off into a, to just a bad place, and and that was me. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping that it's fixed now. We're working on lots of different things, and just it, it's a matter of of having the right gear and having the right setup so that everything works out uh, smoothly for us, which is it's kind of what we go for here at Go Tell to the Wall. We we don't go for perfection; we go for for smoothness, I guess you could say. So yeah, good times. All right. It's September. That's right. It is September. I know it's September 6th, uh, but it is September. This is the first first episode of September, so happy September to all of you out there. Uh, and a very special uh, happy Labor Day, and more importantly, happy New Year to those of you out there that are burners, that go to Burning Man. It is, uh, it is a new year for, for all of us out there, uh, despite the fact that, that we didn't actually burn a gigantic man on the playa with, with you know 70,000 people out in the middle of the desert. Uh, it's still a new year. And there was, of course, lots of lots of man burning happening last night uh, all around the world. I saw so much of it posted on social media. A couple of my friends actually did a little man burn. I was I had a little live video conference watching a man burn, and I like it's cool. Do, you know, do the thing. It's just I got so frustrated this year, especially because uh, that Happy New Year doesn't necessarily go out to everyone. To those hundreds of people that decided to still go out to the playa, despite the fact that there there was not a Burning Man event this year, uh, that doesn't apply to you. We let's respect each other. Let's do a little better as burners, uh, and I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about that as we get to things because it's just not being responsible. Uh, burners are responsible. We we should be responsible as as the Burning Man community, and that that's that's just shoving it in the face of of the organization of the local town. There, uh, I'm just I'm not down with it. Not not for me. So uh, so some of you you're not getting a happy New Year from me. Not that any of you care. To be honest, who cares? Nobody cares. All right. Uh, <laughs> Heat wave. We're in the middle of a heat wave here in Los Angeles. Really, I think most of the country is getting some pretty hot weather right now. But in Southern California, it's been brutal. Uh, and in fact, right before I walked into the studio uh, to to try and record this episode for honest to God the third time today because of the technical issues I'm having, I got some breaking news on my phone. And and Woodland Hills, if you're familiar with the Los Angeles area, uh, whenever you see like the highest temperature in Los Angeles, it is always Woodland Hills. That is like the hottest area of of, of of Los Angeles. It's not even Los Angeles proper. It's just, it's part of Los Angeles, but it, it's the valley. Uh, but it, it is Los Angeles County. Uh, I saw breaking news. As I was walking in, 
they hit a new record today, 121 degrees they hit today, 121, 121. Uh, sorry, I know we have a lot of listeners uh, that are like in the UK and Canada and stuff. I, I, I can never remember the conversion. It's freaking hot. I, it's not as, I don't think that's near as hot as it sounds from the Celsius perspective, but it's freaking hot. And in fact, that set the record for the hottest uh, day ever for any area of Los Angeles County, 121 degrees. We've been about, we were over 110 yesterday. I think we hit 112 yesterday. We've been about 110 today. Uh, and it was extra fun because on Friday, my air conditioner decided to go out. Now, this is something I could usually deal with um, even during a heat wave. But the thing is, I have a three-year-old at home. I have like a three-year-old. So Friday night, sleep pretty much just didn't happen because it was it was 90 degrees in my house at one point Friday. Uh, did cool down a bit because it got luckily into the 80s. Um, overnight, but it was still, it just wasn't even comfortable to sleep. It was, it was brutal. Uh, so fortunately I was able to get someone out here yesterday. Now it was funny. I was playing like just phone tag with everybody. Like who can get here? Who can get here? Who can get here? I, I actually had two texts like racing to, <laughs> to get here. Not literally, but I was like, nope, book them both. Just give them both to me. Cause it wasn't like, oh, we're going to be right there. It was like, oh, we can fit you in a couple hours. Uh, fortunately I did get somebody out here, somebody local, highly recommend all-star plumbing. Uh, if you're in the Southern California area, the Los Angeles area, they're actually local here to Highland Park. Came out, fixed it up. And it's also one of those things that that's home ownership uh, is because me Friday night, I'm up in the attic, which is funny because if, if you're watching the video, uh, the ad, the access to my attic is actually right here in the studio. I go into this closet behind me where I, where I store everything for the studio and I can get right up into the attic. I don't like doing those things. I don't like that at all. Up in the attic, it was probably 100 degrees even with the sun down and I'm just I'm up there. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, I know nothing about air conditioning, although to be fair, I, I'm learning more and more because this is actually the third time since I've lived in this house that we have had to um, get repairs on our on our central air conditioning system. So I, I know it's ridiculous. In fact, I, I had someone out here changing out a transformer for my furnace, uh, which is connected to the air conditioner, obviously, uh, that completely burned out. It was it was September 1st, 2019. And so I had HVAC out here on September 5th. 2020 fixing yet another problem with the air conditioner thank god he fixed it because i don't know what i would have done i wouldn't have slept last night i don't i just i genuinely don't even know what i i would have done i just i would have been like whoop okay i'm just gonna stay up all night uh so did get it fixed like i said thank god uh but it, it was just it was one of those things that like it always comes up and you you're, you're never really prepared for it uh but nonetheless it comes up and 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 the downside of home ownership. This is what I always say to people who, like, you do want to own a home. Trust me. Like, own a home. But when you live in, like, an apartment or you're part of a, you know, community like that, your air conditioner goes out. You call, <laughs> so I'm saying, as I'm trying to get a guy out here yesterday, I'm going, or a guy, I, I don't I don't mean that. Uh, but as I'm trying to get a, uh, someone out here yesterday to, uh, to, you know, work on the air conditioner, I'm just, I'm crossing my fingers and I'm like, please, please, God, just let it don't let it be too expensive uh you know because those those things add up it could have been thousands of dollars fortunately it wasn't too bad uh had to have a piece replaced and I actually paid for an upgrade on, on my on our air conditioning system like not like a, a small upgrade but we, we did a small upgrade because he had recommended it and i'm always wary about upsells but i i will tell you it's uh it it, it sometimes it's okay i've done this a couple times with things around the house and you can kind of tell uh, when somebody, whether it's a plumber, whether it's an electrician, whoever, you can always tell when someone's like trying to upsell you or they're like, you know what? I would recommend this and it makes sense. And that was one of those things where he recommended it. And I was like, do it, 
do it, man. Let, let's get it in there. Uh, so fortunately, like I said, we do have air conditioning again now. Now, that being said, I came into the studio uh, to start recording uh, quite a while ago. Uh, the f- the first attempt at recording because this is like the third or fourth attempt of the day, and uh, and sure enough, as I'm walking in the studio, I hear the air conditioner click off, and I didn't think anything of it when I heard that because I figured you know your air- your unit turns on and off as it's cooling the house, and but then I heard my wife go, oh no, and I turn, I'm like what? She goes, power went out, and it, like it took my mind a minute to register, like oh geez, everything's off, and of course I'm walking in the studio, so in the studio like the lights went off, but there's still light coming in the window. Uh, and because everything's connected to a surge, like nothing was off here. It was all on for a minute, inclu- like camera, everything just still on for a minute. Uh, and and of course that once the power runs out through the surge protector, you're done. But I did have it for a minute, so it was one of those things like, oh, oh, oh okay, uh, yep, mm-hmm, yep, all right, no power. So I had to sit around for about, luckily only like an hour, half an hour to an hour, and and until it did click back on, and I was able to uh, able to get back into the studio here and actually record, uh, then ran into more technical difficulties. But for the love of God, just rolling blackouts, broken air conditioners, 110 degrees. That's been my... Now, I these are definite first world problems. You know, outside of having a three-year-old who can't sleep, which that's my main concern when it comes to an air conditioner and 110 degrees. Outside of that, it, these are first world problems. I fully recognize that, like 100% recognize uh, that these are first world problems. But uh, but it, it makes for a very challenging challenging home life. You know what I mean? All right, uh, now that we're through all of that, because that was madness, uh, digital trends, hashtag mansplain anything. That's right, hashtag mansplain anything. Uh, this is a hashtag that's flying around right now. Now, I kind of went with it for the comedic aspect, uh, but I do fully recognize that there is a, a serious aspect uh, to this because people there are many men out there who are actually guilty guilty of doing this and uh and we just we can be we can all be better as men i think um when it comes to this whole mansplaining thing and and i'm not even gonna say i try to be good about it but i'm sure i've been guilty of it Uh, and it's just about self-awareness that being said if you just want some funny jokes regarding hashtag mansplain anything uh they're out there for you so 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 check that out um you'll be able to get yourself a couple laughs out of it I, i i don't know it's one of those things it's like yeah no but but it is it is trending right now uh, Patrick Stewart. I saw that one trending this morning, and I was like, "No!" Fortunately, Patrick Stewart still alive and well. Uh, I'm not even fully sure why he was trending on the social platforms lately. Uh, from what I could gather, he was trending because he's fucking awesome. Like, and so to let you all know, he's trending. I'm a big Patrick Stewart fan, uh, but of course, people did. Uh, people did assume the worst because whenever you see a, a famous person trending, unless it's obvious, you know, like you see an athlete trending because they like there is a game happened or something, or see the Orange Menace trending because he says dumb things on an hourly basis. Uh, but for the most part, when you see a celebrity trending who it hasn't been doing something lately, uh, especially right now, like actors aren't really doing a lot of individual stuff right now. It's, we're still in a pandemic. Uh, that is the first thought that comes to mind. But like I said, fortunately, Patrick Stewart still doing well. Oh, man. So the Trump books. The Orange Menace books are uh, they're trending on social platforms right now because people are talking about these books. Uh, and, and it got me thinking. I, I'm seeing so much. This has come out so much recently. We have multiple books from multiple people and all this ridiculous stuff. And uh, and 
we all everyone kind of loses their mind for like a day or two and they're like oh my god this is crazy what did trump do and and then a week later it doesn't matter like nothing actually happens so i'm just i'm i'm a little fatigued on like the books and the people coming out with you know inf- like information and and inside information their personal experiences with trump because nothing is happening from it this it's just we're like oh cool a book oh my god look what he did oh my god look what happened oh my god look what he said and then Dude's still sitting there in the White House, uh, so like I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of over the books. I'm over the books because if it doesn't do anything, what's the point? Like I have no interest in. Re- I know that he's a horrible human being. I don't need to read more about it. Uh, you know, I, I know this. I, uh, what's, what's to read? He's, he's, a, you know, 300 pages of Trump is a horrible human being. I'm good. I, I'm already aware of that. Why? I'd rather read something else. So unless something's gonna come from these books, I just don't care. Uh, and I will say, I'm going to take my moment right now. This is for for everyone, especially if you listen to this podcast for a long time. Uh, we hit the four-year anniversary of Colin Kaepernick uh, when the when this boycott happened across professional sports a week and a half ago. That was a four-year anniversary. Uh, Go Tell It to the Wall podcast turns four in like two weeks. This podcast and this studio, not this physical studio, but what we've been doing out of this studio used to be in a different location. What we've been doing out of the studio uh, is almost four years old. I was a big Kaepernick supporter from the beginning. Actually, lots of people come at me at that time. Relatives, close friends, tell me I was unpatriotic and I didn't support the military because I felt it was okay for Colin Kaepernick to kneel. Here's the funny thing about that, Wall fans. Uh, Many of those people that gave me a hard time, uh, they were also big-time Trump supporters. Big time. Not all of them, some of them. I, I will say I had some family and friends that weren't actually Trump supporters but still disagreed with the kneeling and then to- told me I was unpatriotic and I hated the military. But to those of you out there that maybe thought that, still think that, and you're a Trump supporter, you really got to step back and, and, and re-examine your life. Because if you think Trump is a patriot, you think he loves this country and loves the military, you're completely disillusioned. There, there's no question about it. You are 100% disillusioned. No question. And this is my moment to say, you know what? I think I was right. Pretty sure I was right. And it had nothing to do with the military. Nothing to do with the military. Nothing to do with patriotism. Everything to do with Colin Kaepernick uh, not standing up for what he believed in, kneeling for what he believed in. So think about that. Think about that, because that's my moment to say, you know what? Maybe I was right. Maybe I was right. All right, more digital trends. Oh, man. California heat wave. Hashtag California heat wave. I talked about this heat wave. It's it's ridiculous. Um, and in fact, like I said, we had, a, we had a blackout here. It's been madness. I don't even know what's going on. It's it's it's, it's unbearable. I'd, I The other day I had to... Uh, uh, I had to, uh, like, tell my kid, like, no, we're going swimming. What do you want to do today? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to go swimming? Man, no, we're going swimming. Like, you, you got to sit in this pool, especially when my air conditioner went out. I mean, she was swimming in the pool when my air conditioner went out. Uh, that's how ridiculous it was. Uh, but it's it's just, not only are, are we all dealing with this heat wave, and, if, like, it's hot in my studio. I've got air conditioner running, but it's competing with this 110-degree weather outside. Uh, so not only... Are we dealing with this heat wave? But here in Southern California, we got multiple wildfire fires burning. 
Uh, so please send all your positive thoughts uh, to ev everyone dealing with the fires. They've had to do. They've had rescues of people. Uh, structures have been lost. It's been. Uh, it's been absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so so please. Please keep people dealing with that in your thoughts. Uh, I don't. I hate the thoughts and prayers thing, but just send positive vibes this way, because um, a, a lot of people are going to need it. All right. Hashtag remember when we thought. Hashtag remember when we thought. Uh, and this one, I highly recommend looking at this one. People are having fun with this one. Uh, but I immediately got to thinking as soon as I saw this one recently. I immediately got to thinking. I, you know, I've never been political. This podcast was never meant to be political, and still isn't. Uh, for the most part, we just talk about common sense things, and if, if a politician needs to be discussed from a from a common sense standpoint, then 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 that's what we're gonna do. Uh, but I, one of the first things that came to mind is hashtag Remember when we thought uh, Bush was bad president? There was a time when we were like, that you can't get, we're never gonna have a worse president than than George Bush, and it's like, huh? Well, yeah, no, the Republican Party was like, hold my beer. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll show you. We'll show you a bad president. That's literally what happened there. Uh, and the other one is, uh, hashtag, remember when we thought quarantine would be like a month? Yeah, we did. Remember that? Back in March, everyone was like, oh, no, we all, we just we got to stay home for like a month. Flatten the curve. It'll all be good. Uh, here we are in September. <laughs> We're still in a pandemic. I know it's getting better, you know, in certain places. And I'm going to talk actually real. There's a reason I'm wearing red uh, for this particular episode. One more I want to share with you. Hashtag remember when we thought uh, laser discs were a good idea. Does anyone remember laser discs? Anybody remember laser discs? Th these, these came out in the 90s, and it was supposed to be... Uh, this predates um, predates DVDs, and obviously Blu-ray. DVD predates Blu-ray, but predates DVDs. And uh, everyone thought laser discs were going to be awesome. If you're not familiar with them, they were the size of records, a vinyl record. Uh, but look, it looked like a giant CD, cause it, it, but it was the size of a record. And uh, people thought that was going to be the future of, of, of movie watching. Uh, in fact, to the point, if you're a Kevin Smith fan like myself, highly encourage checking out the uh, the uh, blanket commentary, the video commentary for Chasing Amy uh, featuring Kevin. It, you need to see it anyway because it's, it's Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck sitting there chain-smoking cigarettes and talking about the film. It's truly epic. Uh, but one of my favorite things, and Kevin Smith admits to it, they originally shot the commentary to go on these, uh, the the special special features for the laser disc of Chasing Amy. <laughs> laser disc never made. They use that commentary uh, for the DVD, and it's fantastic because Kevin Smith, love you, Kevin. I went to film school because of Kevin Smith. Uh, came out and said, "Oh no, laser discs are the future." I'm never going to forget that for the rest of my life. Like, where are those laser discs now? <laughs> Nobody's got a laser disc. All right. Uh, ha this one, I'm just going to share it. Hashtag we go challenge. Have you seen this? I don't, this is, it's a TikTok thing. I'm just, I'm way too old for it. I don't even fully understand it, but people do like a quick, looks like a quick, uh, like makeover suddenly as they're doing it. They're like, they look kind of schlubby for lack of a better word than they, like snap their fingers or something and suddenly they're like, oh, I have makeup on and a nice clothes and everything. And that's apparently what we're doing now. The hashtag we go challenge. I think it must be people going somewhere. I, I don't know. I don't understand these challenges most of the time. Uh, and of course, there's not even like a charity aspect to this. At least give me some kind of charity aspect like like we did with uh, the ice bucket challenge and, and things along those lines. It's just it, it's so strange to me. It's so strange. Just 
coming up with challenges. Uh, I have a new challenge for everyone. It's hashtag subscribe to Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. Hmm? Challenge? Hope everyone's accepting that one. If you're listening to this, you, you should be subscribed anyway. It's not that hard. Spoiler alert, it's absolutely free to subscribe to Go Tell It to the Wall to subscribe to Common Sense Sundays. They're actually on the same feed. Just just subscribe to Go Tell It to the Wall. You're going to get all of it. It's, it's free. You don't even have to pay for it. It's high-quality content, and you don't have to pay for it. Um, but maybe don't do the hashtag WeGo challenge. I, just, I feel old when I see these things. Like I said, I'm just so old. I'm not that old. Not even 40, for the love of God. But I'm old when it comes to this, these kind of things. All right, one more in Digital Trends. Hashtag Red Alert. Hashtag Red Alert. This one is personal for me, and I do want to take a moment and talk about this. We're going to go over time this week. And, and, and part of this is because I don't have a live feed, so I'm like, I'm just kind of blah, blah, blah. This is like the early days of Go Tell to the Wall, where I can just kind of keep talking. I don't even know what the hell's going on around the rest of the world. Uh, but hashtag Red Alert. Hashtag Red Alert. Like I said, this one's extremely personal for me. Uh, this has to do with supporting the events industry, live events industry, uh, people that work in live events, venues that host live events. And this is, of course, inclusive of musicians, uh, all kinds of people. This hits me incredibly personally. In fact, it hits my entire family personally. Now, my wife doesn't work in events, uh, but she works in an event-based industry. My wife works in themed entertainment. Uh, so she is very close to it, right on the edge of it. Uh, me, I am directly in it. Uh, we do this podcast, I, you know, we do all this content and stuff, make a little bit of money off of Go Tell It to the Wall, don't get me wrong. Uh, the way I actually make money professionally is by hosting live events. I haven't been able to do that since March. And that's why people are raising awareness for this. In fact, the other night a lot of venues uh, shined red lights onto there, and that's what, that's what it is. It's hashtag red alert, wear red, uh, to support the events industry. Uh, and and it, there's so many people out there. And here's the thing is I've been saying since this started, you know, support musicians, support artists, everything else. Uh, when you think about events and people that, that put on events, that participate in events, that produce events, uh, events were the very first thing to go away in March. That was the first thing to go away was events. And when you think about it, events are the, are the last thing that's going to come back because there's really no in-between for live events, for grassroots events, for these, these large things, festivals and everything that happen. Sure, you can do stuff online. You know, you can, you can have a live stream like bands have done, but it, it's just not the same. When it comes to someone like me who hosts events, I, there's only so much I can do in a digital space. So I know it's been tough on everybody out there, restaurants, bars, everything else, but think about it. Here in Los Angeles and really all around the country, and I know all around the world, bars have been able to gradually open outdoor seating, things like that. Restaurants have been able to do takeout, have been able to, and granted, I'm not, they've had to shift their model a little bit, but they're able to still do business. Even salons uh, were able to do outside haircuts and hairstyling, and now they've, they've gotten to the point where they can do uh, up to 25% capacity inside, inside the actual salon. So it, but when it comes to events, I, I, I'm probably out of work and until definitely until next year at the very least until next year and I, i'm gonna guess well into next year until i'm actually able to get fully back to uh, the event space here so so please please consider that uh, support your local venues support your local event producers whoever it might be uh, and share the hashtag red alert uh, to show your support for and an awareness around 
an industry that I think, I don't want to say it gets completely overlooked, but in a way it does. No, I, I people have asked my wife quite a bit, like, oh, are you still working because she's in themed entertainment? And I know a lot of my other friends and stuff have been asked, like, oh, are you able to work? And I have a lot of friends in production, uh, film and television production. Oh, how are you able to work? Nobody's asking me. Because you don't think about that. Because I'm not in giant productions. I host smaller events, but events with people. And I'm not able to do that. And there are many others out there like me that aren't able to do that. So consider raising that awareness. Consider supporting uh, anyone that you know personally or any business that you that you know personally or, or like to, to patron. Uh, consider supporting them. And also consider other industries uh, when you get so upset about your own industry. Because we're, we're all... We're all we're all in this together. I did it. That's like the fifth time on this podcast. I worked at Disney when it was the thing, and it was we it became a joke. It almost became like a uh, that's what she said joke when I was at Disney. We're all in this together. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Now it's like shut up. <laughs> like that's enough of that. All right, COVID updates. We had a wedding in Maine recently. That's right, uh, Maine in the Northeast. There, uh, very small family wedding. Uh, since contact tracing from that wedding, since they started doing some contact tracing, they found 157 people have actually come down with COVID. And three people attached to that wedding have died from COVID complications. The scary thing here is the three people that died weren't actually at the wedding. They simply, through contact tracing, found out that these three people who passed actually uh, got COVID from somebody that was at the wedding. They got it. So the people that were at the wedding... Uh, nobody's died, but this is why people are scared. This is why people are taking it so seriously because there's three people who are doing everything they could most likely. They weren't out at a wedding. They weren't out at a bar. They weren't out doing anything else, and they end up with it because other people are irresponsible. That's incredibly frustrating for many people out there, and it's not just about you. So you can say all you want. Well, I'm just, I'm out here. I'm worried about myself. I'm, if I get it, I get it. You know, but it's not just about you. It's about everyone else as well. And you need to keep that in mind. It's incredibly important. Incredibly. And we can absolutely do better. Absolutely. And this was Labor Day weekend. Oh, man. We're not even through Labor Day weekend. This is an absolute test. An absolute test. And I, I have a feeling we're going to fail miserably. So we'll see two weeks from now uh, how the numbers jump and, and where they go. But... Good Lord, I, I don't think we're going to do well as far as uh, as far as uh, Labor Day weekend goes and, and keeping those numbers down. But we'll see. I, I would say I've been wrong before, but I, I'll be honest, I'm more often wrong than right, unless it comes to common sense things. If it's in this notebook, I'm absolutely right, unless it's my opinion. You know, you could say, well, no, the barstool preachers suck. Well, that's your opinion. I That's a fact to me. <laughs> Kevin Smith sucks. No, it's... It's my fact. We can argue that all day, but common sense says that Kevin Smith is a fantastic filmmaker and Barstool Preachers is one of the greatest bands on earth. Uh, hundreds of burners on the p burners on the playa. Uh, Burning Man was supposed to be well, it was supposed to be this past week. The man would have burned last night. I mentioned this at the top of the top of the episode. Uh, unfortunately, nobody could go to Burning Man because we're in a pandemic. But of course, hundreds of burners decided to flock to the playa, go out there and just camp on their own and celebrate on their own, and of course, spread a bunch of COVID. Uh, this is the th that's the thing with Burning Man. It it not only is it hundreds of people going on the plane and saying, "Oh, it's outside" and all these other things. You you're talking about 
like 100 people coming from Vegas, 100 people coming from Southern California, 100 people coming from Northern California, all that, boom. It's just like the Sturgis thing. It's just as bad. Just because it's not thousands of people, it's just as bad as the people going to Sturgis as far as I'm concerned. You can take a year off from the playa. That's fine. Go out there, you know, or if you want to go camping, go camp in the middle of nowhere with your family. Grow up. You don't need to go on this this exact dry lake bed and, and be there because that's where Burning Man usually happens. Grow the fuck up. So disappointed in burners right now. I'm just incredibly disappointed. All right. Oh, man. Going to get this live stream stuff figured out, but I'll tell you from a mental health aspect standpoint, uh, last week killed me. Like I said, it just it killed me. It was so rough for me. Uh, and I find that I put too much pressure on myself at times. I definitely put too much pressure on myself uh, a lot of times. And, and, and it's, it, it, it's perfection, but it's also, I just, I, I don't necessarily strive for perfection, per, for perfection myself. I just, I, you know, I, I know I'm not perfect. I, I realize there are many people out there who are much more talented than I am. You know, I always like to temper expectations. Uh, but I, I do put pressure on myself and, uh, and sometimes it's too much. But what we have to do is just move past that. And I think it's funny. I'm I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you two uh, Disney quotes. Much as I'm not a fan of of, of Walt the man. Uh, I mean, I think he did some great things. But Walt Walt the man personally and and kind of certain things, you know, beliefs he had. Uh, he did have a saying: um, "Keep moving forward." And I like to remind myself of that, really in all aspects of life, but especially when it comes to mental health. Because all you can do is move forward. And for that second Disney quote, if you have kids, you've probably seen Frozen 2. Uh, do the next right thing. And those are two things I often tell myself. And, and last weekend was one of those times because I, I was in a bad place. My wife can tell you. And my wife was, was, was troubleshooting stuff for me because I was in such a bad place. I basically locked myself in the studio and I was trying to troubleshoot everything. And fix the problems I had. And as you could as you could hear, if you listen to the last episode, it didn't sound good. The audio didn't sound good. Even the, even the video didn't sound good because we're dealing with new equipment. And that's what happened today was, was once again, I came into the studio. Be, but because I had no air conditioning yesterday, uh, I couldn't do no work in the studio. I couldn't do anything because everything would overheat. Would completely overheat. I would overheat. So I was not able to do any kind of work in here yesterday. Or Friday, for that matter. Because uh, I was with my kid most of the day and then... And then air conditioner went out uh you know late afternoon and then power going out today so all these things it often feels like maybe think things are working against you and, and like i said earlier in the episode these are first world problems 110 degrees and the air conditioner not working first world problems some people have 110 degrees and never have an air conditioner i, I get it and those are the things to remember Yes, you're always going to hear that. Yes, people have it worse out there. I've been as a kid, you hear that from people, from adults. You know, I I get it. But when it comes to to pushing yourself, all you can do is do the next right thing. All you can do is keep moving forward, and not look back. And from a mental health standpoint, that is extremely important to keep in mind. Absolutely important to keep in mind. And that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying new things. Uh, I do get a little more studio time this weekend because uh, it is Labor Day. My wife was off, didn't have to work on Friday, uh, not working uh, on Monday of this weekend. It was a four-day weekend that turned into us basically sitting in a sauna for a day and a half, but I digress. 
Another thing I've really been thinking about lately um, is is a feeling of, of feeling out of place. Feeling out of place. This is something I struggle with. I don't want to say daily, but quite often in my life. And and what I mean by that is, and this comes up especially around this time of year, because, uh, you know, I go to Burning Man usually. I, I've been quite a few times an active participant in Burning Man. Uh, played drums for Conclave, fire safety for Conclave. Uh, loud, obnoxious dude out front of the camp quite a bit. Uh, but I, I always struggle with feeling fully accepted and fully immersed into that community. Uh, and this happens with, with lots of things. I, I never really feel fully a part of, of any particular community or any particular group. And often when I get into that, like that mindset, it's hard to, to get out and, and you often kind of want to place blame. So subconsciously, I start to place blame partly on myself you know, but also on others. I'm like, well, they, they just don't want to accept me. But the thing is, it's not so much a not acceptance thing. It, it's, it's more of just your own feelings. More often than not, it, it's not actually the case. Some people that you don't necessarily feel like you're fully a part of that community, uh, to others you are. And even if you're not, that's not the important thing here. What's important is to know that sometimes it's okay to not be fully engrossed in a particular group or community of people. And that's a very important thing to, to keep in mind. And, and what I mean by that is, is some people become fully engrossed. Burning Man is such a good example. People, it's their entire life. That's all they do. But for me, it's like that is a part of my life. I'm a burner, but that's a, only a part of my life. So it's finding that balance between wanting to be accepted and feeling accepted and feeling a part of a community, and also realizing that you don't necessarily have to be a part of any community. You don't have to be fully engrossed in those things. And know that it's okay to feel that way, because it's going to come up at times. This happens to me all the time. And social media is, is one of the worst culprits when it comes to, to that kind of thing. It, it's funny in my house even, seeing, like my, my wife will post something and I will post something very similar. And I watch her likes go up much quicker than mine. And it's like, but we have so many of the same friends. You know, common friends. Nope. But you can't, you can't define yourself based on those things. You can't. You get in, you get out of everything what you put into it. And maybe you, maybe you aren't being fully accepted. But what, what that means is to step back and, and examine it and say, what, am I not being fully accepted or am I just feeling this way? That happens to me all the time. All the time. And it's okay. It is okay. Oh, man. My three-year-old. She is in full three-nager mode right now. And it's not even just, I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, she was really pushing my wife. Oh, she's pushing everybody now. Crazy. I tried to do a video call uh, with, with and, and it's funny because hit or miss. We did a video call with my parents the other day, uh, her grandparents. She was fine, super excited, super nice, super engaged. Tried to do a video call with, with my wife's parents yesterday, and, and my kid just wanted to complain. Ah, I want to do this, I want to do this. I was like, Jesus Christ. But that's having a three-year-old. Uh, and it's extra challenging right now because she is, she is stuck at home a lot more than usual. And a freaking heat wave. I mean, it... <laughs> I know this is like the fourth time throughout, uh, and, and I don't mean to complain. People have hot weather. 
we're just not built for it here in Southern California the way you are in Arizona. It's not quite that dry heat. Uh, and it was so warm yesterday that, like, I was had to walk outside, grab something from my garage, and come back inside. I went to touch the doorknob on, like, my back door, and it, it was it was hot. Like, I mean, I, it, I didn't burn myself, but it was too hot to really just, like, grab and touch. Heat wave, and that's trying to keep the kids entertained during a heat wave is not easy. That pool comes in handy. And then even yesterday, my, my kid doesn't get a lot of television time. She usually gets, like, a half an hour a day. It's kind of like television time. Uh, she didn't even start watching television until she was two. I, I was like, nope, we don't do television um, until until she's two. And uh, and once we did, it was it's very minimal. But yesterday, it was so hot. Uh, we were in the pool early in the day. Um, but then there was just nothing else you could do. And even my my house was hot. But my wife turns to me and she goes, I'm just, I'm just, I'm putting on a movie. She's going to sit here and watch a movie. I was like, just do it. And my kid, my kid got like two hours of television yesterday, which is, really ridiculous for for my kid like she doesn't get that much and but it was just one of those things like nope just just put her there she can't run around she can't it's so hot just give it to her give all right fine i'm fine with it do it we're good parenting <laughs> parenting is also climbing into an attic at 10 o'clock at night on a friday because you want to try to troubleshoot an air conditioner an air conditioner that i know nothing about it's funny i got up there and my wife, like, I didn't want to go get the ladder, so I had a step stool, and my wife had to kind of boost me the last little bit, and I get up there, and I just, <laughs> I, like, sat on one of the beams, and I just looked around at a flashlight, and I was like, now what do I do? <laughs> like, it was, one, it was just one of those things. And I, I did some troubleshooting and went through, like, the things that I know and found it. I figured out myself that there's nothing wrong with the unit in the attic. It was clearly the outside uh, air conditioning unit, which, you know, if you're familiar I think depending on, like, I have a forced air system, so there's, like, a furnace and stuff they connect, and I'm sure there's, I think there's different systems, but if you have a system like mine, you got one of those big things that spins, you know, outside, but then you also have a thing, you know, either on your roof or in your attic or something that, that takes that cold air and, or hot air, but the cold air comes from the thing outside, so I knew it was a thing outside, and, uh, and sure enough, All-Star, shout out to All-Star Plumbing, yet again, Victor, saving me, <laughs> saving my family's lives. All right, uh, I got a couple entertainment news things here. I did have the opportunity yesterday, uh, one of my friends, who, whose name also happens to be Sean, uh, actually, while we were doing this video conferencing thing, he shared his screen with me and showed me some of the cool uh, mock-ups of, of some of the art projects that had been put in the virtual space for Burning Man, the, the VR Burning Man, virtual Burning Man. Uh, and it was, pre it was pretty cool, uh, some of the stuff. I also, I was getting a lot of mixed feedback, but the overall feedback seemed pretty good that people had a place to, to kind of go hang out and connect uh, during what should have been Burning Man, where you can connect in person but can't because of pandemic, uh, to, to be able to connect digitally. I will say one of the uh, one of the things that I didn't enjoy was the commodification. Uh, certain companies threw in some paywalls and stuff like that, and there was advertising out on the ply, which if you're familiar with Burning Man, I'm not going to get into it, but it's a, it's a decommodified space. It's not even a festival. It's a decommodified space. And there's a lot of commodification going on the past few years, and especially this year because of the digital space. I think um, camps were able to get away with a lot more uh, than than you would think when it when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, not too happy about that, and I, I'm still upset about the selfishness, which is just ridiculous. And speaking of selfishness, we actually have college football happening again now. College football is being played. We don't need any sports right now. I've been saying this for like two months. We don't need sports. College football is being played. These poor kids aren't even being paid to play this game, but it is their choice. They could have opted out. However, it, it killed me 
Uh, I just I flipped on a game yesterday because I was doing some stuff around the house, and I I, I basically flipped on ESPN because I'll throw that on the background. As much as I'm not a huge sports fan, but I I enjoy uh, certain guys on there, guys certain people on there, guys and gals. I say guys because usually it, it, it's uh, males that host Sports Center, but there are also female uh, personalities on there that I very much enjoy. So I threw it on and realized, oh, it's college football. And smaller colleges, I can't even remember, Memphis, something like that. And, I'm, and I watched, I was like, oh, this, this is interesting. They're actually playing football. And I knew that was happening. And I watched it for a few minutes. I go, oh, no, the stadium's empty. There's nobody there. They're, they're not even showing the crowd because I was like, let me see the empty seats. You know, it's been doing that. They kind of, they try not to show the empty seats a lot in baseball and stuff, but you see the empty seats down then, and they they went they panned back far enough. Stadium now, granted, stadium's not full, but there's people sitting around the stadium, <laughs> and they look somewhat social distance. But it's like, do you really need to go sit at the stadium right now? Selfishness. It, it's selfishness. Uh, and if you're not aware, the Tennessee University of Tennessee football team had a huge outbreak. COVID spread all throughout their team, and then of course, most likely through the campus, it's going to be all kinds of madness and just it's it's never ending. So if we can realize that things like college, I, I don't want to get into the financials and the semantics of why college sports is, it needs to happen for, for some colleges and, and people believe it should happen. You have an absolute argument. What I mean is from a health perspective, it doesn't need to happen. Just doesn't need to happen. All right, a couple more things. and We're going to finish it up for episode 17 here. Uh, last song playing acoustic competition is coming up. We're going to be doing a rundown for the acoustic competition. Uh, I believe it's a, it, it looks like it's a smaller bracket. I haven't gone through the entire bracket, but it's going to be smaller than the last one that we did a preview and rundown on, uh, but it is going to be all acoustic music, so keep an eye out for that uh, because we will have that uh, a preview coming up on the YouTube channel. Also, uh, some new band music recommendations coming and working with Something's Not Right Studios uh, on not only those suggestion submissions that you can send in, but working on some new content uh, in conjunction with Something's Not Right Studios and go tell it to the wall. In fact, <laughs> Something's Not Right Studios was tweeting something at me literally as I walked in the studio, and I kind of glanced, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, we should do that. We should do that, but I haven't responded. So there's there's some new stuff coming with Something's Not Right Studios, so look forward to that as, long, as well as the last song playing acoustic uh, competition that is coming up very, very, very soon. We'll have more updates on that. You'll know when that's coming because the preview will come out. Uh, I haven't even sorted through all the stuff. We're we're still on last last song playing four, uh, for whatever whatever the comp four no four yes four. I keep wanting to say five. I don't know why. Last song playing four, which that competition is still going on. So make sure you're part of that group on Facebook. All right, one more thing I want to leave you with: YouTube Music. Uh, if you are a Google Play Music user uh, who uses your own music through Google Play, I would uh, I, I you're going to be forced to do it soon. But don't rush to to move everything over to YouTube Music. I finally did it like a week, week and a half ago. Not happy with YouTube Music. I will say, if you're somebody who who does the premium subscription to Google Play Music, it, this shouldn't affect you at all. Uh, but if you're someone who likes to own your, who owns your music, like physically owns it and just likes to have playlists of that music downloaded onto your device, you're not going to be happy with YouTube Music right now. I'm hoping they're going to fix that. But really, that that's I just want I want my music that I own because I go I. I, I'm all for Spotify, you know, Bandcamp and all this other, like, do it. But what I, I, I buy physical music, what, digitally, a lot of times, uh, or physically, and then I add what I have, what I own, I own it, I put it into my library, and I like to have that connected to my phone. YouTube Music has made that much more difficult. They didn't, they didn't move over this, this download your playlists feature from Google Play Music, uh, so just be aware of that one. I'm not, I'm really not happy, but I'm hoping Google's going to, going to remedy that situation because it is absolutely uh, absolutely ridiculous <laughs> it really is it's just like can we just get the same 
Why not the same settings? I'm not paying for YouTube premium stuff. Like I, I see the appeal of YouTube, you know, the premium, the subscription service, Google Play Music, the premium, the subscription service. Here's the thing. If I open my mute, my owned music catalog, I can start it playing. And I've said this before on the podcast. It's probably been a while. I can start it playing. It's not going to stop playing for 45 days. I, I own a lot of music. I'm not trying to stream a bunch of music. To, let me just let me play the shit that I own. That's all I want. Is that so much to ask for? I don't think so. But apparently it is. Huh. Google changing things all the time. I can't even keep up with the damn changes. Luckily, I have a friend who's like super into Google and 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 I, I actually asked him about YouTube music. He's like, oh yeah, I know it's fine. But the thing is, and I went, oh, you use the subscription service, so you don't have all of your stuff. Yeah, it's uh, Google, Google. On that note, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, social media world. That's going to do it for us. Uh, hopefully we will be back with a stream next week. I have a lot of troubleshooting to do. We technical difficulties here in the studio. Still don't know what the hell my hair is doing, but it's okay. I'm, I'm turning into a, a, a hairband guy, like not hairbands, like eighties headband hairband to keep the hair out of my face. And that's just my life. Now you get old, you got to get a hairband. You either go bald or you got to get a hairband because it's a pain in the ass to cut your hair. That's actually more of the pandemic, not the age. <laughs> I used to have more hair actually, believe it or not. Uh, my hair has thinned quite a bit over the past, like, eight to ten years. It used to be even thicker than this. I just happen to be spoiled and still have quite a bit of it on my head. All right. On that note, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, this has been episode 17 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week, same wall place, same wall time, hopefully with a functioning live stream. And until then, wall fans, common sensors, remember... No matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.